Welcome to episode uh, 71 of the Barman and Bevo podcast. I'm here with my co-host, the legend, Michael Barman. Hey, Bevo, how's it going today? You know, just dealing with you. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, to be, sorry to be such a downer in your day. <laughs> hey, after all, you are famous. You're on the... Uh, What's that website you're on? Uh, that's the um, uh, the Twilight website. All right. So I was looking at it. I have a feeling I know which one's you, but which one was you? I'm the one in the white with the Trek uh, kit on. Is it blue? Yeah, it's blue. blue it kind of looks like red. the Discovery kit. Yes. So if you're looking right in the middle of the screen, there's a guy with a yellow helmet. You're like two guys up diagonally to the left of him. The guy in the blue and the yellow helmet is Marty Nostein. Okay. The Olympic champion from um, 2000 in the sprint. Okay. And then Steve Tilford is actually with the kind of the mullet in the blue, like riding already. A you week. looked uh, pretty slim and in shape there. Yeah, it was probably a 180. Oh, wow. Man. All right, let's, uh, let's dive in. We've got a lot of subjects. We've got a... Sh- Long way to go in a short time to get there. <laughs> do, you, do we have anything to eat? <laughs> uh, yeah, we got a bag of chips. This past weekend, uh, you had the tour of Southern Highlands out yeah, in Woodstock. Uh, Woodstock Friday night and a ball ground actually Saturday and Sunday. It's a beautiful country up there. Was there was there a road race? Yeah, there was a circuit race on Saturday. Uh, a time trial on Friday morning, Woodstock Criterium Friday night, circuit race on Saturday, and road race on Sunday. And overall, how was the? I'll tell you what the the we went Thursday night before we went to the soccer game. We went to the registration. Um, you had, you wanted to introduce me to some people and 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 do some stuff for the event. There was a lot of people there. How was the event? It was excellent. Uh, it's, um, more and more professional each year. Um, so it's been, um, uh, it's been really impressive how, uh, the improvement that they've had race-wise and the, uh, the riders seem to really, uh, appreciate it. So did I see, um, Ryan was up there, crab, uh, Ryan was there with the, with the kids, uh, more, not all three, actually, I believe it was only Matthew. Yeah. Um, that was, uh, that was racing. Um, it rained pretty hard on Sunday. Not sure if they, they might've done one lap, uh, and then, uh, I didn't see him again. So, um, what else, is there anything from the event we need to talk about? Was there any like results that are of any importance? Uh, no, it's just kind of the beginning of the season. Um, it was a junior, uh, it was, a, a junior selection for world championships on the road. Uh, Michael Garrison had a fantastic race. Um, uh, all in all, it's a, <clears throat> a great way to kind of start off your season. Usually in March, I'm a little bit more, um, I usually enjoy going to um, Florida a little bit more this time of year for obvious reasons on Sunday and a little bit on Friday. But um, but all in all, it ends up being a great weekend. What other uh, internationally um, is there anything we need to talk about? I see you've got something here about the Deuce Quick Step. Yeah, the, well, it was opening Cobble Weekend. Um, het, het, uh, New Zealand, um, which used to be Umlup. Uh, Umbop? Umlup. Um, Hi, Hanson. <laughs> Umbop. Um, is their opening Cobble Weekend? Uh, Saturday is... Uh, it has the Gardensburg and Petersburg, uh, Pattersburg, and some of the other climbs that are in Tour of Flanders. Um, and then usually those guys that do well there take Sunday off, and the, uh, Sunday's more for the sprinters. Um, but uh, the Quick Step and then the window company that I can't pronounce uh, ended up winning both weekends. Uh, Van Avermaet looked good. 
Um, Peter Sagan hasn't started his um, his classic season yet, uh, so it was a, a little bit deceiving how easy it was for them, but all good in the end. Um, you've got some announcements on the um, spin the district. I saw yeah, the, been, I saw the uh, all the announcements today come up on on Facebook. Yeah, Wayne's Wayne Whiteside's been working super hard on getting the website together, uh, and uh, registration is open. Uh, we're doing the two criteriums: College Park on Saturday, and then or excuse me, Hateville on Saturday, and College Park on Sunday. Um, so that's going to be May fourth and fifth. So it's moving to the springtime, and it's going to be the end of Speed Week. Yes. So Speed Week's going to end up being Friday night in Spartanburg, Saturday in Athens with Twilight, Sunday in Commerce, uh, for sure Wednesday in Walterboro, possibly Savannah on Tuesday, and then up, back up to Atlanta for Saturday, Hapeville, and Sunday, College Park. And then <clears throat> what about at the track and the Grand Fondo? That's going to stay in September. So track is going to be September 20th, that Friday night, with a rain date of the 21st. And the Grand Fondo is going to be September uh, 22nd. We specifically moved that because you felt like it was a little chilly uh, for you you last year. And you enjoyed eating your barbecued wings more in the warmth of September than October. Well, I just think we had a, a stretch of bad luck there. And it was like 35 degrees when we started that morning, which is... I do not like riding in that that type of temperature. <laughs> I, I t- I'd like to stay fifty degrees or, or higher is my cutoff. <laughs> well, you you and Joe look like you still had a good time. We uh, did. It was a great. It was a great you ride. We can have a great time again this year, and so. Okay, um, yeah, and and I, you know, I'll be, I'll try and make it out to as many of those events as I can this year. I know last year I was sick for the the two crit races, um, and the. In the um, yeah, I also moved the criterium so they weren't in your um, in football s- season. Just like we moved up, we moved up the uh, track race to August uh, earlier in August. So, okay, great. So it doesn't it doesn't mess with your track season. Um, oh, your college football, sorry. Right. Atlanta United. So we we didn't do a recap of the game from Thursday night, but I did drop in a little. Uh, I recorded something like a little two-minute blurb about the game on after the last episode. We didn't record uh, after, just we were trying to get out of there and, and didn't want to get reset back up. So uh, Thursday night, we had CONCACAF Champions League against is it Herod, Herod, Herodina, Herodara. Not close enough. Yep. Not uh, the tequila, but the Costa Rican team. <laughs> uh, <laughs> up in Kennesaw, different location. Um, eighty five hundred strong. Uh, what did you think? I had a lot of fun. Um, <clears throat> I thought the uh, the the. Well, are we talking about the game or the facility? Both, everything. Both. Let's talk about the whole the whole thing. I thought the facility was excellent for the size. I I I enjoyed watching the game from where we were. Um. You know, I've never sat that that low before at in the Lady United game. Well, it felt like you so, you were right on top of the game too. Well, when they were well, there there was only what like two meters between the corner and the boards. Yeah, and then another two meters before the seat started. Right. So even being in what were we in P, um, it felt like we were on top of the corner kick. Yes, that, that it felt like it, I could reach out and touch them. Yes, it, it felt that close. So I I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the game. Uh, I felt the ref made it a little closer than he needed to. Uh, a little closer was four nothing. There were there were two drag behind the pull downs from behind that should have been called. Listen, you can't were, critique the refs. Scott Patton's going to get mad at you. Um, I wasn't critiquing. I said the referee was keeping it close. <laughs> I didn't say anything about his shorty shorts. I didn't say anything. Uh, I didn't say anything about the way he would point. I did. I did point out to you before the game that the ref was Jamaican. You said, "Oh, we're getting a screw job tonight." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but he would point at what you thought he was whistling a foul, 
And then he would go the opposite direction. Well, he was pointing at the ball to claim advantage. Well, which yes. Is, you know. Um, but I, I always thought I was going to hear the whistle, and it didn't happen. Right. Well, you and the 8,200 other fans that were there watching Atlanta, Atlanta United. <laughs> I mean, he really horse-collared the one, that one. Yeah, one I, rewatched, I rewatched the game on uh, oh, did you? Sunday. Was it better in person or on the replay? Well, the the problem with the replay is the the feed just sucks. Oh, really? Yeah, because it was on Univision again, and I don't understand why we can't get an HD feed on Univision, but we can get an HD feed on Yahoo Sports streaming. Don't judge, don't judge Univision like that. Well, listen uh, again tonight. <laughs> I'll, I'll be watching on on Yahoo Sports instead of Univision because it'll be an HD feed. Well, I, I don't get Univision deportes or whatever, so... I can FaceTime with you. You can watch it. <laughs> <laughs> is that better than the... That that through Yahoo Sports is probably better than the Univision deportes. Yes. Um, all right, so notes from the game. Uh, we had an adjustment in the lineup. Brooke Shea, uh, Breck Shea in for uh, Bello. I think Bello got, may have got hurt or his pride was hurt after the last performance, so he didn't play. Well, that was a good move. They moved Robinson out of the middle to left back or right back. I can't. They moved him out of the middle. I just know that much. Uh, Well, they put Parkhurst in the middle, which was helpful. Uh, Shea looked. I thought that was, you know, Shea looked. Shea and Gressel probably had the two best games, or two were the two best players for Atlanta United in that game. Right. Are we allowed to combine the DC United game or no? We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, Robinson looked better wherever they put him. Uh, the defense looked certainly stronger. Um, it makes a huge difference when you can go out and score 56 seconds into the game. Um, and then I think they had a second goal within 10 minutes. So they got two quick ones on the board. Um, and then the fouls started happening. Yeah, and then, then we started getting hacked by the other team and, and no calls were being no made. No calls. Just pointing. Overall, goals for, two goals from Joseph Martinez, a goal from LGP on a beautiful cross by Barco, um, and Julian Gressel with a goal as well. Barco, early on, didn't look great, got settled in in the middle of the game and, and finished the game very strong, and, and everything that he made mistakes on were made up for on that goal. Yes. Um, I thought altogether he played a better game, but and then you look at the DC United game and it's back to the same shit show. Um, and then same shit show. Frank DeBoer. Standing oh no! Up, standing up, coaching. Well done. Oh, and not the DC United game, but the other one. He w- he actually was not sitting down during the DC United game either. He was coaching that game as well. Well, he, you know, he's a Lombardi style of coach. He feels like his, his, the most important aspect of his coaching is through the week. Right. And the players play. Uh, well, the interview that they had on before the DC United game was pretty specific in that. Well, and, but I noticed he wasn't like it was raining on Sunday. It was ugly out there, but he was up and moving around and, and watching the game and, and, and pointing things out and, and coaching well, can, from the sidelines. You, you can sit and watch the game. Yeah, but he was, talking to the team on the field. He was he was coaching. <laughs> despite the 2 nothing loss. And honestly, if you look at the, the second goal, it, Brad Guzan kind of got hosed on that. It was a tough save. The, the ball made a, a, a skip and a, a twist in the air. It was, it was odd. You know, I, the, I thought even even though we lost that game 2 nothing, Brad Guzan played a, a great game. Wow. Um, I'm surprised you're so uh, enthused. Well, he's he's done everything he needs to do to make me realize what what he brings to the game. Right. Whereas last year it seemed a little misguided at times. Um, you know, he settled in a little bit better. He, he's being more of a leader and less of a critiquer of everybody. You know, Ooh. and, and uh, honestly, he made several, that game. We could have lost that game four or five to nothing. Um, That's true. You know, and, and he made some great saves in that game to keep us in. Um, so notes from that game, uh, Pity Martinez and Gressel don't start and they get rested 
because of the tough schedule coming up. Actually, Krabby um, messaged both of us about that, and it's something we probably need to talk about. Um, the resting of the – well, I mean, it's important. Well, not only that, but tonight is the third game in seven days. Uh, what do they do uh, to cut down on their tattoos? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you continue to bring that up? Dude, that's what that's, you said. That doesn't affect rest. <laughs> that's what you said. We were at the game one time, and I said, I said "No, we I talked said, about that on the podcast." Oh, did we? Yeah. <laughs> Why do they have so many tattoos? And they, you said because they don't have anything else better to do. Um. Did you see what? I'm. You watched the game Sunday, right? Yes. Did you see what Bill Hamid had said about Guzan earlier in the week? No. <laughs> he came out and said, I'm a better goalie than Brad Guzan. I read that today, actually, not not earlier in the week. He said that middle of last week and it was brought up before the game. Guzan's response was, listen, there's a, there's an unwritten rule that you just, you don't say things like that. You, you're, you guys, you know you're going to play together at some point on the national team. Right. Um, you know, the, it's kind of a respect thing. It's, you know, brotherhood, and, and that's not how you, I'm not going to respond to it. Right. Um, well, I agree with that. First of all, Bill Hamid has never done anything. The is only he, reason he won 2 nothing is because he only had to stop one shot. How many caps did he have? does he have on the national team? Uh, not even half as many as Brad Guzan. Wow. Right now, he's probably the fourth string goalie. Well, isn't the, is it the Columbus goalie? Well, he's Step not on? with Columbus anymore, but yes, it's... Um, Zach, Stefan, it, then it's probably Guzan, and then it's probably the kid with NYCFC. And then Howard out of retirement, and then this guy? Well, and then you've got it. Well, Howard's still playing for the, for the remainder of the year. <laughs> and, then the, and then this guy. <laughs> I forgot about Howard. You can't take him out yet. Um, it looked so... Back to the wrestling. So three games in seven days. If you count the Sunday game, that's four games in two weeks. Then they play again next Wednesday. So that's five games in 17 days. And then another game the following Sunday. So that's six games in 21 days. It's a lot of soccer. Football. So you should expect to see, like, we saw Sunday, Mikey Ambrose starting, Gressel's position. Um, right. Bello probably comes back. Hopefully Escobar is healthy soon. Jeff Lorenowitz gets a little bit more playing time. Several other, uh, maybe an Angel Carlton. Or, is, I, I think Lorenowitz is awesome. I, I don't understand why he's not playing that much. Because um, he's come off the bench I guess, twice. I guess he doesn't fit into DeBoer's attacking style of midfield. What attacking style? That's what they, I was <laughs> it's reading. It's all defense. That's what I was reading. <clears throat> he doesn't well, want think, the defenders... He doesn't want the defenders attacking like T to like well, I, I think because of um, Robinson, that, that's where Lorenowitz would have played. Right. I so. think Lorenowitz is better. And, well, and, I, and I like his height. Yeah. Uh, for uh, corners and set pieces. That was the other thing about Shea, how big he looked in person compared to everybody else. Oh, well, I think the Costa Ricans are small. Well, just, well, even next to the Atlanta United player. Well, we know most of them are short, but. Just Barco. Yeah. Um, what do they call him? Barcadito? I, I don't... Who cares? Until <laughs> he starts passing the ball, I don't care what, he, what they call him. Why would he pass when he can just have it taken away from his feet? El Porque de Pelota. <laughs> <laughs> um, U.S. women's team, two ties this past week. I don't think they won the cup that they were playing for. I think England did. Oh, really? Yeah, they, they tied England, they tied Japan, and they might have beat Brazil last night, but I thought I saw on, on uh, Twitter today, I think the English team actually won the cup. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it was like a little four-game tournament between the three teams, between the four teams, so. Um, does the football player's wife, does she play? Yeah, Julie, Julie Ertz. Ertz. Yeah, Julie I, I want to say us, formerly like Julie the, Johnson. Like the pretzels. <laughs> yeah, she she looked good. Um, this is supposed to be the best. He's the guy that likes. He's the guy that likes Carson Wentz, right? 
probably he's the tight end there, so yeah, I would think. Yeah, everybody else likes likes uh, Nick Foles. It uh, looks like Nick Foles may be signing with the Jaguars. Yeah, sounds like a done deal, huh? Yep. Um, it looks like the the Steelers are going to trade Antonio Brown this week. Well, they need to get it done before March fifteenth or whatever, right? Uh, I think. I the, think are they March thirteenth is the first day they can do it, but if they March fifteenth they save themselves two and a half million dollars. Yeah, something like that. Today, when I was listening to Pittsburgh radio today, it looks like it's going to be Oakland, Washington, or Arizona. And they were thinking they're only going to get a third round pick. It's looking like they might get a low first, high second. Well, the original deal was they wanted a first round pick and something else. And now it's down to just a first round, a first round pick. So the, what they're thinking is Oakland might trade them the twenty. That makes zero sense. Yes. Well, it's Oakland, so Amari, Amari Cooper is a far better wide receiver than I think, and probably I, five I, years younger. Yes. I. I. Why would you trade Amari Cooper halfway through a season to get Antonio Brown to cause trouble in your locker room? Uh, does Jordy Nelson retire as soon as they trade for Antonio Brown? I know they have three first-round picks, but it just, I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, who's going to throw to him? Uh, Bob Carr. Bob Carr. Well, and then Gruden's talking about taking Kyler Kyler, Murray. Yeah, that's a terrible. He hates hates small quarterbacks. Yep. Yep. I mean, if if Gruden liked small quarterbacks, he'd put himself in. I think the the best thing that the Steelers can do is trade him to – Try and trade him to Arizona and get Josh Rosen. Uh, ben Roethlisberger won't uh, won't go for that. Ben Roethlisberger might not be a Steeler in two years, so who cares? Uh, well, the reason, uh, what is it, Lamar Bell and um, and uh, Joe, Joe Flacco, Mister Big Chest, uh, Antonio Brown are unhappy is because the GM does whatever Ben Roethlisberger says. And Ben doesn't take backup quarterbacks very well. Well, he's got a shelf life. He doesn't care. No, at some point he's got to look at it and say, "Listen, yeah, you've got to draft a quarterback." You know what? He's going to be. I I bet you Ben Roethlisberger is such a small person that he hopes that the Steelers never win another Super Bowl after after he leaves the team. Brett Favre retires. Um, the other, uh, did you catch any of combine week? Um, I didn't see any of the, any of the skills or whatever. I just kind of followed it on whatever PTI or. Do you see Rich Eisen's 40 yard dash? No. That he does every year for money, Uh, to raise money? I saw he was wearing a suit or something. Well, he does the, he does the 40 yard dash every year in a suit, but then he wears like cleats or running shoes or something. What's his time? Oh, it was like five point. 5.0, 5.2. 5.0, 5.2. Can we bet on that? Well, we can next year. I, I, it, There's no way it's 5.2. It, it would have to be like over 6. Let's pull it up. Sorry for the clicks. <laughs> I have my microphone on this time, so the acoustics should be better. Sorry about that. When I listened to the last episode... I was like, oh, shoot. Uh, his time was... Come on, USA Today. Oh. In 2005, 6.77 seconds. Yes. In 2014, he cracked the six-second barrier, 5.94. Wow. In 2017, 5.97. This year, over, under, 5.99. Over. 6.0 even. <laughs> Told you. Well, he's got to be 50-ish. He looked pretty fit from the video that I saw of him starting. The one replay that I kept watching was they would give him like a, a, a two or three second head start and then they would start one of the other guys. Like run, a, run the loop five. of them running, and every time he got caught like five yards from the end. Yep, <laughs> it was proper, hilarious. Proper handicapping. Um, 
Lord blown through this episode. Um, NHL. You said, talk, you said I talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you found that funny. I did. Um, <laughs> NHL recap. Uh, Islanders are faltering whoa, 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 whoa. a little bit. We didn't even we didn't do the DC United game yet. We talked about the DC United game. Oh really? All of it? Yeah. Oh wow. There wasn't much to talk about. We lost two nothing. Oh, I thought you had more to say than that. It was an odd game. The weather didn't help and, you know. That's true. The weather didn't help at all. I mean, it was it was coming. It was raining hard, and it rained a lot that day. It, the, that, the goal on Guzan was definitely spinning and moving. Well, it, nu- it knuckled on him, and then it skipped off the ground. It was, it was odd. Yeah. And the other one, you could see that um, – I want to say it was Eric Remedy didn't pick up his guy and he was just standing there watching him on the corner kick. That was odd, wasn't it? Yeah. It was when you saw the angle from inside the goal, you could see that the defensive person didn't mark his guy. Well, they didn't go back with him. It was it was really weird. Yep. Yep. You always stay goal, sudden, goal side of the guy. All of a sudden, everything like, everything like opened up. Uh, so I was thinking about, you know how Krabby always gives us crap about um, the uh, English Premier League and how they play for the cup for the best record in the league, and the in the but the the playoff doesn't count for anything. So I was thinking about I was thinking about this yeah. today. Right. Why 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 <laughs> in the World Cup it's the other <laughs> way around? <laughs> no one cares if you won your group. No, <laughs> but but you're playing for the World Cup. And in the World Cup, some teams play to be the the second or the the second team. Yeah, they, they might throw a game to, to see, get a better seating. To, to get a better to not play a certain team. Your sound's going out. Sorry, is that better? Yeah. Okay. So, um, all right. So NHL, real quick. Islanders are have lost the lead or tied for first now with the Capitals. Penguins are four points back. I think Carolina's four points back. And Columbus is out of the playoffs right now. Really? What's what's crazy and, and I, I asked you didn't Tortorella say something the other day? Well they made all these trades at the deadline, they were like the winners of the trade deadline. Now they can't win. What what did they do wrong? They probably are, made too much. Are they like the Lakers? They made too many moves. Did their owner did their owner come on TV and say it was fake news? No. Um, they they probably screwed with the chemistry a little bit, and these guys aren't used to playing under John Tortorella, who's a bit of a stickler for things. Um, stickler. Yeah, I mean he's 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 tough to play for. Like not pouring foam down the drain. <laughs> hey, maybe if you had gotten the taps fixed the right way, I wouldn't have to pour <laughs> foam down the drain. All right, so I, I asked, a little patience goes a long way there. I asked you before we started if you had heard about anything going on in Carolina. You said you started to ask me about the owner, and I said no, it has nothing to do with the owner. I thought Carolina stinks. Uh, they're playing really well right now, um, and they're potentially going to make the playoffs. And they've been wearing the Hartford Whaler jerseys every couple games, which what? has been awesome. Why is that awesome? Well, it's a throwback jersey. Does that mean the Winnipeg Jets are going to put a Thrasher's jersey on? I think at some point they should. Really? Yes. You'd agree to that? Yeah. I still call them the Thrasher's. Well, to to me, the Arizona Coyotes are the Winnipeg Jets, not the Winnipeg Jets. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so in Carolina... After the games, they've been doing the surge. So at, at after the game, after they win at home, surge. Do you mean the the energy drink? No. After they win a game at home, the team. Oh, they've been skating. They've been doing the um, the celebrations. They, slide, they like slide into the. Well, they they've done a different celebration every time. This past week, they brought out Evander Holyfield. Apparently, was at the game. They brought him out, and he knocked out one of the players. One punch knockout. 
and then they drag the player off the ice. <laughs> but they do the skull clap, they get the crowd going, and then they do some sort of skit. They've done a home run, bat flip, they've done... Yeah, but if you don't win very many games, I mean, you got to keep it interesting for the fans, right? But they're, they're actually winning a lot of games right now. Oh. Um, so that's what's bothering you, is the fact they're winning? No. Well, I don't care. That I actually I think this is refreshing for hockey. What's what's really well, funny... Why did you type down that there's a bu- they're a bunch of jerks? I'm getting to it, Mike. If you would stop Uh-oh. interrupting me, I could tell the story. Oh. Don Cherry yeah. came on Saturday Night uh, Hockey Night in Canada last week and called them a bunch of jerks for doing this. Oh. So what do the Hurricanes do? They go out and make shirts that say bunch of jerks with the Hurricanes <laughs> logo on there selling them for $35. <laughs> but and, and they keep doing it. Is that as good as... Can I speak now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that as good as Catholic versus Convicts? I think it's better. What? I think it's better. No. Well, it's... Because Catholics versus Convicts actually involves Lou Holtz, right? Well, I don't think Lou Holtz made that up, but... I think one no, of the, but he was the coach at the time, right? Yes, he was. Yeah. And Jimmy Johnson might have been the coach of Miami at that time? I think he was. Or was it the guy before him? Uh, Schellenberger? I think it was Jimmy Johnson. I think it was Jimmy Johnson also. I just um, watched that 30 for 30 like a couple weeks ago. It's but, awesome. The 30 for 30 is awesome. It's typical Don Cherry, 80 years old, and, and change is bad. For hockey. And, and like, people are actually, like, hockey is the fifth biggest sport in America. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to do something to capture audience at this point. Oh, I thought you were calling them a bunch of jerks. No, that's Don Cherry on Hockey Night in Canada. It was awesome. He was these bunch of jerks. <laughs> maybe, maybe the Canadians are just upset that Raleigh has hockey. Well, Raleigh's lucky they have hockey. I don't know how much longer they're going to have hockey. Where are they going to move? Well, they did get a new owner. He'll probably keep them there, but they weren't they weren't drawn up until uh, there's there's they're drawing better now because of this thing, but they weren't drawing well going into the season. Well, you know what helps fan attendance? Winning, <laughs> fielding a competitive team. Fielding a competitive team to me is 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 more. Is, they haven't made is, the playoffs since two thousand nine. It's hard to ask someone to pay season ticket prices. Oh, for, it's got to be a tough job to sell season tickets in that market. Yeah, I, I mean it's a small city, anyways, and they're not allowed to play in Charlotte per their lease with Raleigh, right? Well, the the other hard part that they're in basketball country, right? You know, they're in the heart of Wake Forest, Duke, North Carolina, NC State. All those teams are right but there. Better than the Florida Panthers or them? They're better than the Florida Panthers right now. And I wonder. I wonder if they get more. If they have more fans than Florida does. I. You're talking about probably the two lowest, if not two of the lowest, attended teams. I think the I think the Coyotes are right there with them. Um, if I remember right, I thought the Coyotes drew. They have fans. had issues. They've changed stadiums several times. But I think once you get past those three, um. I think it's hard to play outdoors in, in Arizona. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, but Austin Matthews. Can we do an outdoor game in Sun Devil Stadium? <laughs> they did in L.A. <laughs> did they? Yeah, they did in, in Dodger Stadium a couple of years ago. Wow. The, well, you know, Austin Matthews, who plays for the Maple Leafs, is from there. And from I have a Los feeling Angeles? when his contract's up, he goes and plays there. Like his parents moved like from... Canada to Los Angeles for some reason and he'd already been playing hockey or like he grew up there he grew up there wow and then he went and played in Switzerland for a year before he got drafted played professional in Switzerland instead of doing juniors and then he came over and Toronto drafted him overall I think first or second overall I'm so confused why why would he go to Switzerland over juniors um I think he just Wanted to try the European game. I don't know. Because all Europeans use big ice, don't they? Yeah. Bigger ice. Stop clicking that. No, sorry. Uh, Oak (laughs) Island. What did you think of last night's episode? 
Uh, I thought it was pretty good. We now I like how I like how Marty immediately discredited the that's not the red dye it's rust. Yeah, but there was what what's funny is they proved that there is a connection between the box drain they found and whatever tube they threw the the dye down. <laughs> that wasn't very much water coming out of the box drains. But I'm, it was but it was more. What's what's I just don't think they spent enough time on it to show it had to have come out somewhere else too. You think? Where, I mean, it had to have. Where where else would it go? Uh, I don't think they have enough pressure in the tube to push it out. And then I like how they did the ca- they fixed the cave in <laughs> by caving it in even more. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, um, they did. They used C one another hole. Yes. For the for the die test. What do we, what, are we going to have any more big revelations here this year? I don't know. They seem to be slowing down a little bit. I think Smith's Cove is done. Really? I know next week they uncover the rest of the, 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 the dock or whatever they're calling that thing. Right. That was in the, that was in the, um, the preview. Yeah. Usually I watch blue book for a little bit just to get the preview for the next episode. Um, but I just don't see anything else happening. I don't either. I'm I'm more excited for uh, Civil War Gold. Oh my gosh! It looks like the Hitler show's done. Yeah, they didn't have any um, uh, um, possible plays or. Uh, and it looks it looks like the Zodiac Killer one might be done too. Yeah, it didn't look like they picked that one up either. Um. All right. Ask Barman and Bevo. I put the bets in the wrong section. Let me pull up. Nick Luther asked us a question um, a couple weeks ago that we never got to. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not getting alerts on our posts, uh, so sometimes I'm not seeing stuff. Interesting. It could be just me. I'm retarded sometimes. You know me. You know how much I love Facebook and social media. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Why can't I see... What do we have? Eleven minutes to bet on Atlanta United. Don't bet on Atlanta United. I don't know. I don't even know what the spread is. <clears throat> I'm looking right now. Where do I see my alerts here? Barman and Bebo. Posts. Uh, spreads plus one. Atlanta plus one? Um, yeah. But it says plus to win, plus 500 to win. That's just the money line. Right. That means if you bet 100, they you win 500. If they just win. If they just win. Yep. That's pretty good, isn't it? All right, here we go. Nick Luther. You don't, you don't like that bet? No. You don't think they're winning? They're not going to win. Really? Well, I, I think we're lucky if we get out of there one one or two two. Wow, or even or, or even two one. Man, bet ten and it pays fifty. Yeah, there's a reason it's there's a reason it's plus five hundred. Atlanta United's one and two on the season. They're trying to sucker me in. Yes, it's like those Super Bowl bets that we didn't. <laughs> hey, I was up two dollars and fifty cents that you're unwilling to give me. I don't believe that's the case, my friend. <laughs> All right, so I, we might oh, have shoot, it this. just went down to 475. <laughs> we might have answered this, but uh, predictions review of what Lance is going to discuss during his conversation with ESPN. Oh, I think that was the 30 for 30, 30 that, we, that he's coming out. Uh, who cares? I, I mean, at this point, what has he got left to share? Nothing. Right. Okay. Um, he also asked me for a bet with Bebo segment. Braves for the World Series win or Red Sox, and I, I, I'm picking neither. I would never pick the Braves to win the World Series, even if they were the best team in baseball. I hate the Braves. I hope they all die in a plane crash. So whoa, 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 whoa! That's how I feel about the Braves. Man, that's tough. I hate the Braves. Can't it just get off the runway? Does it really have to be like a crash? They can crash on the one runway. That's fine. 
Okay. Well, let, let's, um, not ki- let's not kill any teens off. We're not. No one's listening. <laughs> um, if I was going to pick anybody for the World Series this year, it'd be Houston or um, the Yankees. What are odds on that? I would think that those guys are in the top five teams. Oh my gosh, they- you can bet on preseason baseball? Yeah, the Indians are playing right now. Oh my gosh, this is awful. Um, and then we had um, tonight he- all baseball. <laughs> Blake's nice. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't look at it. I just looked uh, at it. <laughs> the Red Sox are plus six hundred. Okay. The Astros are plus six hundred. The Yankees are plus six hundred. Okay. Later. Dodgers seven hundred. Phillies eight fifty. <laughs> the Phillies are not good. No. Just because they, they signed Bryce Harper doesn't mean they're good. They're. I'm, I'm. They picked up a couple of pitchers also, but that Braves bet at fourteen hundred. That's pretty good. They're not winning the World Series, though. Well, the Indians have to be around 1,000. 1,200. No, the Indians are tied with the Braves okay. and the Brewers at 1,400. <clears throat> All right. The so Cardinals at 1,200. Who? The Cardinals? At 1,200. Yeah, that's weird. I think they're okay <laughs> pitching-wise, and they have a decent, decent lineup. Uh, maybe the Central is just that bad. All right, so... We got, if, if I'm not too late, if you were to work a single position in a restaurant business, which one would it be? What would be the worst position to be stuck in? And I know you and I will have different <laughs> answers. We might have the same answer for the best position, but I know we'll have different answers for the, the worst position. Well, he doesn't ask the best. He asks which positions would we be in. Or did he actually ask the best? If you were to work a single position in the restaurant business, which would it be? Right. Okay. What's your answer? Uh, I'd usually be either training manager or assistant manager. What? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a terrible answer. But that, no, that's where I would usually be. And that would, through my career, that's, but that's where I'm most likely. Uh, I would pick bar. T- I would pick bartender. <laughs> you would? Yes. Because of my bubbly personality. No, it's because yeah. you're going to make more money than the manager. Sometimes, some places. Most places. But but he's asking where we would where we would we naturally be if we were uh, in a restaurant. Server would probably be mine. Well, server assistant manager. Well, it's tough when you're a part-time employee getting a bar gig. Right. Uh, what would be the worst position to be stuck in? Who? Man. Dishwasher? I don't know. Sometimes that can be kind of relaxing. <laughs> prep cook? Yeah. Prep, prep sucks. That, you know what? You know what the worst? You know, you know who I used to feel sorry for? Was when Jerry would be on the pizza oven. Yes. So we used to have at Ozio, we had two, we had two stone pizza ovens and like a 20 top would come in and they would order like 15 pizzas and you can only fit like four pizzas per oven. And that was, that was just awful. Yeah. Cause you could only spit out eight, eight per 10 or 12 minutes. Yep. So <clears throat> that job, that job's pretty, that job's pretty bad. And then I actually think. Like the salad station position can be the worst. Prep like prep that. prep cook at Ale House was terrible. That was pretty rough. Um, that, day day or night. The morning. The morning. Because you're cutting vegetables, you're cooking bacon. You're, uh, someone this weekend asked me asked me about the Captain Jack's Berry treasure, and I was telling them you're making Captain Jack's Berry treasures at this time. Cut, we used to use a cheese knife to cut the ice cream. <laughs> Yeah, two inches. You remember that? Yep. Yeah, you'd cut the you'd cut the container and then you'd slice the ice cream. Well, I you know what? I guess it's fry. Oh no, fry! I love fry. Oh really? I love drop. Man, drop and saute. I could do that all day long. Fry is tough, also. Man, nope, that's the only question. thing that's that stuck was that Nick. goddamn seafood medley or whatever the hell that thing oh. was. What was it? Like, oh, four, remember, four fish fingers, four remember the fried clams, oysters. The clams would get lost? 
And someone would be like, Where the, where's the clams? <laughs> or no, they'd get a fried, uh, they'd get a fried, um, uh, what was the big white thing? I think bait? there's sometimes where I cut some onion up and just served it as clam. <laughs> <laughs> what is the, oh, scallop. Every once in a while a scallop would get loose and you yes. serve that with some, some zingers. What was it? Like five scallops? Five scallops, four, four fish clams. fingers, fried, fried clams. Um, God, that plate was awful. It's as bad. You remember at Stool Pigeons we had that, the appetizer sampler platter that had mozzarella sticks. Wings, wings potato skins. Uh, potato skins. Did it have like a little, like some tortilla chips with the cheese sauce? Like a it, little nacho? It might have tortillas with... Um, Oh. With the uh, the the dip, spinach. Whoever dip. thought of those appetizers? I mean, those things are a mess to make. Yeah, because you've got to drop everything at different times, and they and never have come them up ready together. at the same time. And the whole idea of the appetizer is to have something. The the times that I order an appetizer when I go to a restaurant is when I'm really hungry, and uh, I haven't eaten in a while, and I want something in the next five to seven minutes to munch on. Before, before, and those those sample platters, those things take fifteen minutes. They're they're as long as an entree. Uh, was there? I don't think there was anything else. I saw John Croom liked our post. I haven't heard from oh, him cool. in a while. He's been um he's been working hard. I think he had a little uh, bicycling magazine article about his weight loss. Yeah, I saw that today, and it looks like he's doing some coaching stuff. Yeah, it looked like he was with the military. Um, Good for him. Team down in Tucson. Yeah. Um, crabby. <laughs> Nick Luther, easy expo at Applebee's in Augusta, Georgia during dinner rush on Valentine's Day in the night. Dude, <laughs> you think Crabby did that? Or working grill at Wendy's at ten o'clock on a Friday night when a school bus pulls up. <laughs> Those are two great answers. I don't, I don't mind that so much. That that's you know. Those big top tables at the end of the night, I never really minded those. Those, 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 those All right. Me. Bet with Bevo. I looked at the MLS schedule. I've got two games I like. You, you, I'm going to let you pick because I'm ice cold right now. You're ice cold? Yeah. The last game I got right was the Super Bowl. Wow. I'm 15-8-7 on the year. Man United yeah. had the chance to win the bet for me in the 94th minute on a penalty kick, and Pogba got stuck. I think Atlanta United's beaten Cincinnati by five. Um, and then Sporting KC minus half a goal against Philadelphia, who's also I wouldn't mess. I wouldn't mess with Sporting KC. No, I was going to take them. Yeah, but I wouldn't. That game's harder to call than the Atlanta United. The, um, um, you know, uh, uh, Barco's going to want to get a goal. Um, Joseph's want to get a good six. Uh, Joseph's going to want two goals. Gressel's um, going to want one. Pity's going to want one. Yeah, there. so that's five right there. All right, we'll take Atlanta they're, United minus one and a half. They're gonna they're gonna welcome Cincinnati into the. In, well, I think since he lost four to one this past weekend. Yeah, they're they're definitely if they lose to Monterey tonight, it's gonna be five nil. Um, the minus one and a half, minus one eleven. So bet eleven point one zero to win ten. Wow. Or bet one hundred and eleven to win a hundred hundred dollars. <laughs> So I've been looking at the Milan San Remo. Yeah. Spread. Like Kwiatkowski's like plus fourteen hundred. So bet a hundred, make fourteen hundred. That's a sucker's bet, dude. Dude, Nibbly, fourteen hundred. Ala Philippe plus sixteen hundred? No. No? No. You no. know who's gonna win it? Sagan. Sagan or a Dutchman? <laughs> What Look about, at who won last year and just take one of those or take two what, of those. They never met plus 2,500. Ooh. Man. All right, we got to run. The game's starting up. So, okay. episode 71 in the books. And take Atlanta United on Sunday night. Um, Bevo will be in the house. Um, we'll be back maybe next week with a new episode. There's a lot of soccer going on. There's a lot. Of, it looks like the cycling is getting, re, is getting uh, ramped up as well. So, there's a lot to talk about. Um. And uh, I'll get this posted maybe tomorrow. So we still have to do the uh, wing uh, presentation. Yeah. You, have you worn your Have you worn your polo shirt yet? I almost wore it to work the other day. <laughs> if you do, please take some pictures. Okay. Take some selfies. Okay. 
All right, that does it for episode 71. Thanks for listening. Mike and I'll be back in a week or so. If you like the Barman and Bevo podcast, you can find us on Podbean to download all of our episodes. You can go to our website, barmanandbevo.podbean.com. Uh, all of our episodes are there as well. We can subscribe on Google, um, Apple, of course, uh, and uh, Stitcher. You can go to any one of those platforms, search for Barman and Bevo podcast and be able to pull it up. Follow us on Facebook at, uh, on Facebook, we're Barman and Bevo Podcast, uh, Michael Vandera, Michael Barman. On Twitter, at Barman, the letter N, Bevo Pod, uh, at Bevo8771, at underscore Coach Barman. As you can hear, Violet's in the background talking to me while I'm doing this. Um, we always have uh, weekly when we do our, our segments, uh, Ask Barman and Bevo Anything. Uh, bet with Bevo. If you have any suggestions, please send them to us at any one of our uh, social media sites. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon with a new episode. Just a good old boy Never meaning no harm Beats all you never saw Been in trouble with the law Since the day they was born Straightening the curve Flattening the hills Someday the mountain might get them But the law never will Making their way The only way they know how That's just a little bit more Than the law will allow Don't understand the keep a show.